Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome. This is Like Trees Walking. Boy, oh boy, it's been a long time. It's dude. been way, way too long since we've been in the same room recording. I mean, I've, I've seen you, but since we've recorded a podcast, it's been like almost a month since we've recorded a podcast. Yes. And I am Michael J. Nelson, and looking at his phone right now, I'm the, I'm is this relevant to this podcast, <laughs> yes, yes, sir? Otherwise, is, put your phone away. It is 1,000%. Oh, is it? Okay, Yes, good. yes. I am not just I always know that you're on task. Yeah, I'm not like... And you are. I'm not, oh, I'm David Berge, the, the pastor, <laughs> yeah. uh, David Berge. And this is Like Trees Walking, and uh, just to kind of flesh this out, it's been a long time, it's good to be back. Uh, we were going to record a podcast last week, but Michael did not allow me in his home. Yeah, explain that. Um, well, I, I th- <laughs> it, it, it's we'll see who the people side with. I think they're going to. Yeah, side I with think me. this is like let's let's judge this. Okay, so uh, we want, especially we want uh, epidemiologists and doctors to respond. So that'll that'll maybe preface this a little bit. Yes. So, so this is um, you know a little over a week ago now. Uh, so I was, I don't know, no, it was June, the date in question was, I believe, June 4th, uh, when this all, when it started. Uh, yes. Woke up, went to church, my wife came downstairs and said, I think I'm going to die, uh, and I said, we'll stay home, honey, and I'll take the kids, and I wasn't feeling well, there was a big kind of picnic party event, open streets uh, on Lindale in Minneapolis, which was very fun. Fabulous. Uh, fabulous fun. Uh, my health declined rapidly thereafter. <laughs> Turned out that my wife had strep throat. I said, I better go get this checked out. I went to the, uh, and it was a Sunday, so I got, I, but I snuck into the urgent care. Um, you snuck in. They didn't even know you were there. No, no. Got in, got out, <laughs> grabbed <laughs> okay. the penicillin, swabbed myself, <laughs> so and just got out. treated yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like, you have strep. And so uh, they gave me, you know, they gave me the prescription. I they t- give you what? Cipro? Is no, they the- they just gave me pen- amoxicillin or penicillin. Amoxicillin. Okay, yeah. I'm allergic to that, so already I'm in danger. So basic, your basic, uh, your basic thing. I got it, and I you know started taking it right away that evening, probably like you know six o'clock on Sunday. Okay, and I, the and timeline I, is important. And I think that we were going to record on was it was it a Wednesday or a Thursday? I believe it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday we're going to record. I can check the... I can check the... Yeah, but uh, I, I think that's... I think you're right. It was a Thursday. So I had been taking these penicillin pills for... Uh, I don't... We can add the hours, but it's, you know, probably by that point it was going to be over 90 hours. Now, from my understanding, my lay understanding of medicine is once you have been on uh, the penicillin for 24 hours with strep throat, you are no longer contagious. So I was no longer at a risk. In fact... When you saw me on Sunday and we were talking at, at the after church barbecue, I was much more dangerous to your health at that point in time than I would have been. Fair enough. Had I come over to your house. But Mike, Fair enough. Mike says, no, no, don't come to my house. If you come over, I will get sick. And this is where I really question what you're saying. He said, even if it's not from you, just me coming in the house would make you sick. Right, right. Like I, <laughs> I cop to that. Here's the deal. I had a show to do where I had to be on stage. I had to be with other people. It was a lot going on. There's a lot of politics. And so I just made the decision. I said, look, if you're, (laughs) I can't do the research on the fact that at 72 hours, at 83 hours, you no longer have strep throat and are contagious. I'm just pulling the plug and I'm saying, you know what? (laughs) Let's Let's just uh, let the podcast people be the the uh, the bearers the of people the who suffering. suffer. Yes, That's true. And so I, I 
But I admit, maybe it was unreasonable, but I, I didn't have time to like do the deep dive into the research. I, and, and my only response is it's not that deep of a dive. That's like common... That's like common knowledge. Is it really? Like, yeah, is it's it like, common knowledge? It's like you can't get oh, AIDS on. from a toilet seat, okay? So like, <laughs> Wait a to minute. Me, to me, that's the same thing. <laughs> wow. Wow. You went to DEFCON 4 immediately. <laughs> Sorry. I don't... <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair analogy, but... All right. So there you go. Epidemiologists out there, tell me whether I we had do have any a few fear. Fan. We do have a few Because, you know, fans. it's on a curve, right? It's a parabolic curve. I would be the guy who would then get the... Yes. Strep throat at the 87 hour mark, which is supposed to be. And I guess the safe. stakes were high. You know, had you gotten strep throat, that would have, I mean, you would have soldiered on, but that would have been awful for you in terms of your work, your livelihood, I suppose. Yes. So there was a lot at stake. Anyway, <laughs> that was, I like that. This, though. that was, this yeah. is the podcast where we talk about the big issues of life. Um, I think strep throat and its uh, ability to be transmitted even during. Um, antibiotic uh, uh, loads is also important. It so is. I'm glad we got that out the of the way. The big issues. But we talk usually about big philosophical issues, touching on the meaning of life, uh, what is man, you know, pretty big things. Yeah, huge. And uh, we do it from a Christian perspective. However, we speak to all people and hope that you will engage in this larger conversation of being a human being on earth and all of that. Correct. Uh, right. Correct. What didn't we come up last time? I think I, I came up with a tagline that you liked, and I didn't write it down. Well, so we, you mean we'd have to go back and listen to our own podcast? Yeah, but you were you're like, this should be the new thing. And so I even I blew that. Okay, well, I, I, I don't so. usually do this, but I'm going to have to go back and listen to what we said already. Oh, if it, was anyone a, can, it was pithy. It was, it pithy. was pithy. If yeah. anyone knows what we're talking about and can uh, tweet at us at LTWPod or... Uh, you can um, uh, like somehow send a communication our way. That would be super helpful. We know there's it's a direct message. I'll take a direct message too. We know we got some fans of the pod who follow on Twitter who slide up in my DMs with that <laughs> oh, if you got boy. it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So all of that said, and that oh, was gosh. a lot of all of that before we get to the meat of this, and it's probably because we haven't recorded in a while, so we we had a lot to talk about. But uh, today we have the big topic, and then uh, in the second half we have. What do we, we do? We have corrections and we do addendums. have some serious corrections, and and uh... and then we also have a quiz because uh, we are recording this the day after Father's Day, and so there will be four. Pastor Berge will be taking head on a Father's Day quiz, and Pastor Berge himself is a father, so he should know everything about this. I'm so a, look forward to that. I taught my son, my oldest son, to ride a two-wheeler bike on Father's Day. Did yesterday. you? No. Yes. Get, get yes. out. Yes. This yes. is yes. like a... Yes. <laughs> it was like a Rockwell, Norman Rockwell painting, you know, uh, mixed with a Hallmark card. It was wow. beautiful. Wow. Did you get it on slow-mo on your iPhone? I, so d- you I did record it on my iPhone, but I didn't get it on slow-mo. But we can slow it down in the future, you know. for In the future. We can Closing slow it down. Time. Some kind of sad dad song <laughs> exactly. when it's like his wedding or something like well, that. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was well, great. good. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. you'll be good at this quiz then when it comes up. Super. But let's get to the big topic. Um, I think I raised this topic, but I think you might have a lot to say about it because we talked about this before. I think once in a, in a Bible study as we were going through the book of Mark. Yeah. Um, Mark, for those of you who don't know, it doesn't have a lot of... Compared to the other Gospels, because we're my uh, my wife and I are reading through it again right now, uh, 
doesn't have a lot of meat on the bones in terms of who Jesus is as a personality, right? No. Um, it's more, this is just, things happen immediately. I think that's the most, <laughs> that's common, the most word common word in Mark. Uh, stuff just goes from one thing to another. There's healings and there's, there's all this, this beautiful, beautiful stuff. But as far as like getting a, an idea of who he is. So here's the big question. All right. Is Jesus a nice person? Pastor Dave, what are your thoughts? Is Jesus nice? Is he nice? Is he nice? Well, that is nice is such a um nice is such a interesting that's my Minnesota, you know, when you're like someone's like about to be denigrating. It's like the how the British people like what they're really saying is like, oh, that's good means like they hate it or whatever. Or or the most the, when they something is average, they go, Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> really? I was brilliant there? Like, no, you're just trying to move past that So if you're point. speaking to a Minnesotan and they go, oh, that's interesting, it means that they there's something about it that they don't like, at least. And so this word, nice, uh, and I this rant maybe that I'm about to go on, it dates, but it predates. It goes back to in um, uh, in when I was a youth pastor in, in California. I used to just I used to just rail against this word nice. Oh, he's nice. She's nice. Mm -hmm. Because to me, nice seems, it's like a word that you use to describe someone that you don't know. So sort of saying like, they're all right. They're okay. You're all right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate them. (laughs) Like, uh, you know. So niceness is sort of like a um, banal, pleasant thing to say. Like, they seem like they might be a, a pleasant person. Right, and it's so, very, very surface. Yes. In other words, they, as they approach you, you don't immediately go, like, they have a pleasant appearance, and their manners, for the most part, in terms of our general Western cultures yeah. are decent, and yeah. so they present themselves. But they, they, there's like no significance. There's, there. there's yeah. no depth. There's no depth there. There's no there there. I mean, when I think of what do you describe as as nice, a nice day. Okay, that's about as like, that's about as much work as it's we want. It's pleasant. Yeah, it's pleasant. The You know, it's warm. It's it's sunny. It's not too muggy. Like today, I came over here, you know, it's like not quite 70 degrees. Oh, it's a nice day. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. It's not presenting many problems for me <laughs> right at this moment. I, you know, that's fine. Like, that's, that's fine. It, we don't need much depth from the, from, from, from the weather. But when it comes to Jesus, and then I think the, you know, further expression of, uh, oh, to be a Christian means that you're a nice person, right. which just sort of means you're a generally pleasant, um, unoffensive, basically. Possibly unco- bland, un- bland is this part of it. Yeah, you're like, uh, you're like, you're like vanilla, you know, ice cream, which. You're, you're vanilla nice. Get with the hero <laughs> who's really pleasant and nice. <laughs> yeah, drop the zero. Drop the zero. And get with the hero. Get with that very nice, pleasant fellow over there. From the hit movie, Cool as Ice. Yes. Starring, sorry. Starring Vanilla. Nice. Drop that reference <laughs> without ever explaining it to you or anyone in the audience. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you but for yeah, backfilling yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's, it's the most, you're just like a bland, you're like a, 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 a Manila folder. You're um, an, a slight off-white or a beige painted room, you know? You're a dad with big white tennis shoes, and uh, and he maybe has a pickup truck, and he helps you move your TV into the house. You're yeah. just, you're yeah. nice. You're nice, exactly. And so I would say, is Jesus nice? Absolutely not. 1,000% no. And, uh, I mean, yeah, if you're reading, you know, Mark, I mean, if you read any of the Gospels, like, there's tons of controversy um, 
you know, that, that surrounds uh, Jesus. And, and when you read then even further on into the book of Acts, okay, the early church, there's tons of conflict and controversy happening. And then you read the letters of Paul, and he's addressing these churches where there's tons of problems and controversies. And so let's get beyond nice. Let's leave nice aside. If you're describing someone as nice, it means basically you don't know them and they're bland, background, beige, vanilla ice cream. That's not what we want. What, what we want, I think, and what's beyond niceness is kindness. Yes. Right? Like that there's something to kindness. So uh, the classic wedding passage that we've all heard from 1 Corinthians 13, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. One of the fruits of the spirit, uh, you know, the whole so this concept of uh, that is in Paul's letter to the Galatians. He says basically, if you have the Holy Spirit, you know, God's spirit, the spirit of Christ dwelling in you, your life is going to produce these good fruits, like a, like a good tree, you know, like a jazz apple tree produces really delicious tasting jazz apples. If you have uh, the Holy Spirit living in you, you're going to produce these wonderful fruits um, that will be evident for whole the world to see. And kindness, you know, is is one of the those uh, fruits of, of the Spirit. So kindness is good. Kindness, to me, uh, connotes, denotes, which, which is the one Denotes that's... is like like the literal definition of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that there is action to it, that, that uh, it's a kind... People say, oh, that was very kind of that person to do something. There seems to be, you know... In, well, let's in... parse. So parse the difference between kindness and... And niceness. Well, niceness can be very passive. And we talked about this in, in advance of this. There's a Minnesota nice. Yeah. And Minnesota nice is, I'm not going to, to your face, say that I don't like you, uh, but on the freeway, I'm going to block your entrance by going slow. <laughs> I won't let you zipper merge. These monsters very in Minnesota. passive about my driving. And yeah. I'm going to say about you and your lifestyle and your choices, I'm going to say, well, he's different, which is, uh, <laughs> which is a deep, deep insult in Minnesota. But it's nice. It's nice. He's not, she's, she or he is not saying... I dislike you. They're just saying it's it's different. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, an element to niceness where the, it's so on the surface that it can actually be aggressive. Like re- super shy people can be nice such as it is. But uh, but there's actually sometimes I've noticed with shy people, they're, they're aggressive about their shyness in a way that's, oh, yeah, he was a nice guy. But it's very unkind to go to a party and not engage with anyone or do anything or, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, be, like, be overly uh, taciturn. Yeah, that, so that, that's a, uh, a trait we see occasionally here in Minnesota. We do, we do. We see some different people here. And, uh, and when you look at the, the Greek uh, uh, word behind um, kindness, there is this sense of, uh, I guess, uh, gentleness. That that is associated with it. If you were to sort of think of what it, what what are you know, if we're looking in the lexicon, what are the you know terms that the word go cloud? Into, yeah, the word cloud that go into building this. You know that there's a there's a useful this sense of usefulness and fittedness to a particular situation and a gentleness in engaging in it. And I think that that kindness is what we see from Christ, right? You know, particularly when he's dealing with you know really difficult situations. There's a there's a deep deep kindness you know that we see in him when he's, you know, he's, he's healing someone and, and, you know, he asked them a question, you know, what do you want me to do for you? 
Right. And he lets that person speak. He's not just using them as an object lesson demonstration for everyone. Look at my power. But he's engaging with that person, you know, gently as a person, even when he, you know, even when he spits uh, like trees walking, the name of our, the yeah, name of our podcast right. market, you know, he spits and puts his hands on the guy. And it's like, what do you see? You know, that there's a there's a, a gentleness um, that we see in all of these encounters a kindness that we see, but it's not a niceness because it's never surfacy. And when Jesus is engaging with, you know, uh, injustice or people who are, um, you know, uh, the, the Pharisee types, you know, who, um, who use the law as an excuse to, you know, not engage with the people who need God's mercy the most, you know, he doesn't have any patience. Uh, he doesn't have any patience for that. He's willing to call that out. Um, and in that way, you know, he's being kind um, to the people who he is, you know, saving and who he's healing and who he's lifting up and being kind. Part of that is, is calling out those people, you know, standing up for them over and against the people, um, you know, who are keeping them down. And there's kindness to that, right. And in, in standing up for other people, that's, that's kind, even though that entails some confrontation. Right. Right. So, uh, I, I think it is accurate. Some sort of action like the, uh, with Jesus probing people, wanting to know what they need so that he can actually move into that space and act in it rather than just like, how are you today? I am fine, <laughs> Jesus. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, have a good day. That would be, that's nice, nice but <laughs> that doesn't actually fulfill anybody's <laughs> needs or wants or it doesn't act, you know, there's no action to that at all. There would be no Christianity. There would be no Gospels if Jesus was nice. Oh my gosh. Right. Uh, yeah, like... John 3.16, for God was so nice that he sent <laughs> yeah. his son into the world to say, how are you guys? Cool. And, and then they, he and left. everybody said, pretty good. And he went, <laughs> all right, well, I'll see you. And then he shut the door. And, and that guy, was, man, he was so oh, nice. He was a nice guy. He was super <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> right. So, you know, niceness is like, it, there's, there's nothing to nice yeah, I mean, it's it's good to be nice. That is the blandest words that have ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's pull that as the tagline. That's going to, it's that's good going to be nice. So, someone's yearbook quote. Oh, let's see if I can make it even blander. It's fine to be nice. It's pleasant to it's be nice. It's swell to be it's nice. swell to be nice. Yeah, but there's that, see, even describing it, you can't come up with active words for it. It's just, yeah, it's nice. Super, I think everybody super passive. It. Yes, so there's a, there is an, an activeness to, to kindness. Um, right, uh, right. That is engaging with people and engaging with the world. Whereas, yeah, niceness is this very passive, very, uh, sh- you know, almost like you have a force field up around yourself. Whereas kindness, yeah, it, even though it's a gentle word, there's so, it's so much more dynamic and so strive, um, strive towards kindness and yes. screw, you know, screw niceness. Minnesota nice, sorry. <laughs> you know, Minnesota. But no one likes that, but we all joke about Minnesota niceness, that it's, that, like, it's fine as well as it goes. Like, wow, at least people aren't jerks, you know. And when you're, you know, walking around the lake, people will give you a hi, you know, hello. That was one thing that struck me when, when we moved to New Jersey when I went to seminary. Like, nobody... Like, you know, we're used to walking around and people going, hey, evening, hello. Oh, it sure is a nice day. (laughs) And like, you know, there's this canal right behind where we lived. And so it was really nice. Uh, You'd run on the... uh, It was nice. It was a very nice canal. It was a very (laughs) nice canal. But literally no one would ever look at you uh, or acknowledge your existence. So we're like, oh, well, man, that's weird. We're used to that Minnesota nice of 
people, you know, giving us the old wave and, and we missed that. So we came back here. Oh, we like that. People are nice. They do that. But it's like, you can't build your life on, hello, hi, lovely yep. evening. Right. Mm. I, I think I've heard the description. It's uh, the niceness is it's a mile wide and an inch deep. You yeah. Know, that it just doesn't go any deeper than that. And it's there's, probably not unique to here, but there's a summation of it. I, I think there's, I, I think the South is also. A oh yeah. That's what they say. Southern, yeah. you know, I'm using air quotes here. Southern hospitality. Like, right. Oh, well bless your heart. Well, bless her, which well is, kiss is my same, grits. Which is the same as he's different, I think. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a, uh, to me, the summation of it all is a great old joke. One of my favorite jokes, an old cliche, is, uh, did you hear about the Swedish farmer who loved his wife so much he almost told her? And yeah. That, that's kind of the, that, that's that, oh, he's a nice guy, He's but he's not doing anything active. <laughs> yep. He's just like, look, I told you I loved you when I married you, and if anything changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> that's kind of, that's not very, <laughs> that may be nice as it goes, but it's not very kind. There's more activity needed. We need to engage more. And uh, yeah, start with the book of Mark and look at how Jesus does it. There yeah. we go. Yes. <laughs> Let's go hard out on that. that I was, like it. That was I like powerful. it. That was powerful. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Pastor Dave here. Time for my annual appeal in every single episode. So... Uh, what you can do for us. Thank you so much. Uh, a couple more people responded after the last batch of podcasts. We got a couple more ratings and reviews. We love it. So if you haven't done it yet, uh, you know, please, I guess the iTunes store is the main place where we do this. Thank you for everyone who finds other ways to listen to us. Bless you for that. But if you could rate us and review us on iTunes, that would be super helpful. It just takes a couple of minutes and it, and it really helps other people know that this is something worth listening to. Uh, you can go to uh, Twitter and follow at LTW pod. Or um, you can follow at Michael J. Nelson or at David underscore Bergie um, to see what we're doing. And then, of course, you can always go to LikeTreesWalkingPod.com. There's all the old episodes are there, bios. Um, we post, you know, information. You can sign up to our email list. So lots of ways that you can engage with the podcast. And we are so appreciative of all of you, our wonderful, loyal listeners. We do this um, for you. So keep listening. Keep the feedback coming. And uh, let's get back to the podcast. And we are back. Thank you, Pastor. Um, I think the wrap-up is pretty clean today. Yeah, very Normally clean. we like to, you know, sort of chew over what we said, but I think it's pretty simple. Kind is kind. Nice is nice. Never the twain shall meet. Nope. Kind is active. Nice is pleasant, but unimportant for the most part. I mean, it's a nice little social lubricant. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's, but Don't it, doesn't, be a... it's, it doesn't do much. And Jesus was not... A nice person and a, I mean, you know, who knows? Right? I mean, did he walk up to you and slap you in the face? Of course not. No. But but anybody can be nice, so it doesn't really say much. There's like the, that there's much more is demanded in terms of the the Christian life, the Christian ethic than niceness. Niceness is sort of like the, the like, you know, least common denominator version. So it's like, you know, do you want someone to be a, a happy person or a joyful person? You know, I think that there's kind of like you get into the 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 Christianity 
asks of you to go much, much deeper in terms of what we're willing to do. Like, oh, he's happy or, oh, he's joyful. Right. You know, again, yeah. like, uh, oh, like this person doesn't, you know, d- do bad things. But are they, you know, are they truly like a generous person? They're, it's the, the kindness is, is the, the Christian ethic that just takes you to that next, that next level. And that's, it's hard. It's easier to be nice than it is to be kind. Yeah, but man, life is so much more fulfilling when we um, are willing to get our hands dirty and be kind. Yeah, and I know I said that the wrap up would be quick, but I'll add one thing. I I have a uh, a dear friend who is a uh, he's a, a quirky guy, and he's one of my favorite favorite Christians ever. And he's kind as can be, but he is he can come off as a jerk, <laughs> but I swear he's not. And he's, he's going for something deeper and you, it, everybody would love him. There's nothing about him that's grating or anything, but he just doesn't have, he doesn't have time for the, the pleasantries just aren't, they don't flow yeah. out of yeah, him. Yeah, so yeah. he, but yeah. he's, he's a really cool guy and uh, has overcome so many struggles and things in his life. But He's not. You wouldn't go like he was a really nice guy. You go. That was the most interesting dude who ever like yeah that I've ever met. He he's there's something about him that's really cool. So that's that's something to aspire to. Yeah, niceness is like a doily. Like right. don't don't be like a human doily. <laughs> right. All right. Well, this is an important point in our show where there needs to be a sort of a, well, I'll say it. There needs to be a come to Jesus meeting here, as as <laughs> yes. as my dad used to say about the. Uh, the incident something in, happened in episode what episode i don't know the number but it, it was two maybe 213 it was uh, prompted by a, a frequent listener of the show uh prodded me to continue to feed dave unpleasant foods i don't think they're unpleasant to be to be square here I don't think they're unpleasant. I eat these all the time, but that might not be the fair bar. You don't, to... and, you, and you don't do what you did to me with this. That might be true. <laughs> I might have slightly misrepresented the consumption of the spirulina episode where we had to take a break so that Dave could, for at least five minutes, bathe out his mouth and scrub green algae out of his mouth and teeth. And... Uh, I think a lot of people thought that I was being unfair to Dave, and maybe, maybe I was. I don't know. <laughs> so, mea culpa. And so, in uh, uh, as restitution, I'm now. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be kind rather than nice. Because if I was nice, I'd just go, "Oh, Dave, I'm so sorry," <laughs> and that would be the end of it. <laughs> but I'll be kind. And so, I've given him his favorite snack in the world. Which I think you all know is crackers. Yeah, and with those crackers, and cheese, cheese and crackers, a nice cheese. And so here's an interlude of uh, Pastor Berge enjoying some cheese and crackers as restitution for the spirulina incident. So, um, so what? Uh, what kind of? Uh, oh yes, what kind of cheese is this, Mike? Well, Dave, this is a uh, Trader Joe's. I believe it's an herbed. Mm. Uh, Gouda of some sort, mm. and so very. Di- there's like a dill in it. I, oh, I think yes. a dill. I hope so, Dave. Are you enjoying the crackers as well? Is it like a club cracker? Uh, I think it's a step above that. It mm. might be like a sociable or something like that. <laughs> Where the it des- is the description of the cracker is the fact that it would make you more sociable as a human being yeah it's, it's very uh, expansive it's it seems like a higher you know the keebler like club club cracker this is like a, <laughs> this, this is, is like the step above. above yeah and uh 
Mm. Dave, is this making things better? Are we square? Are we good? Or this do you need a couple? This is so delicious. I just need another bite to, okay, to this side. Okay, one more bite. Mm. This, um, oh, this cheese is very pleasant. Oh. Yeah, we're square, Mike. We're square. All right. We're square. Good. There you go. That was... <laughs> Mike making that a That was payback. And restitution. Hopefully everything is good. I have always loved cheese and crackers, though. Coming home, like, from school, all the time after school... I would come home and I would, uh, I would like get the saltines out, and I would cut. I'd go to the cheddar, you know, the black cheddar in the fridge, cut it. And for a long time, actually, I would mic- I would microwave it. So, oh, that's so not I would, like, bad. Melt the cheese. Oh, that's a hot tip there for our. That's a, a recipe tip for our <laughs> for our listeners. Yeah, like saltines 12, 12, and Twelve-year-old Dave. Wow, but it was like my favorite. Like just absolutely my favorite. Well, I'm glad we could. Uh, I'm glad we could heal the divide. Mm. I don't think there was really a divide, but I, I, I felt bad, and and so uh, hopefully that heals also our listener who prompted me to make you eat spirulina. You know, he it, can feel better out there. Not, he knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. The trade. If I had to go through something so horrible to go through something so wonderful, great. I'd do it all over again, Mike. Wow, that is powerful, mm-hmm. powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave. You've got another challenge ahead of you, but this one's an easy and pleasant one, I think, and I think you will breeze through this as you continue to crunch. Get a little closer to the microphone as you crunch into it. That's the great sound that will drive every podcast listener away and never have them return. Mm. Yeah. All right. Put put the cheese and crackers down. It's really good, though. I can't stop. I gave you too much of it, apparently. (laughs) Um, Yesterday... Uh, in our timeline, in the in the world of podcasts, was uh, yeah. Father's Day, uh, a great great day because fathers are are the best. I'm a big fan of fathers. I am a father, and you, you are too. I'm a father too. Yeah, yeah. Now um, I have a quiz for you about fathers, and the, ah. the the quiz I looked it up was famous fathers, which I thought was sort of a. It's like isn't any. Famous, famous male, for the most part, 99% of them are going to be fathers at some point. But famous for, like, being a dad. Yeah, there's some, some aspect of them about like, being a father. Like my is, three sons, you know? Like, he he was a dad. He, he was, the whole premise of the show was, he's a dad. Right. Can you, By the way, how do you know that reference, number one? And number two, can you hum the theme to my mm-hmm, three sons? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 right? Is that yeah, the... It's sort of vaguely. I think you were <laughs> off on the key. I had it. It's my three sons. I knew it from Nick at Night. Oh, okay. Oh, good. I'm glad that show carried on. The great the great Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray. Very sort of bland guy. But then sort of... They, Fred McMurray. They, that's a classic, though, keeping it, the show going because they adopted Ernie. Or yeah, that's right. They kept adding characters. And didn't and like he then out. get adopted on the Brady Bunch, or didn't they adopt a kid on the Brady Bunch too? Wow, this is beyond my ken. I don't know. Yeah, I think they adopted another kid on the Brady Bunch. It's like the show's going so it's down. Like a spinoff, kind of adopt Ernie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so here's the quiz. We'll breeze through this. It's pretty easy, but it does have some nice little tidbits in it. Uh, this person, his 1946 publication, The Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care, sold 50 million copies in more than 40 languages. It's got to be Dr. Spock. That's right. Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I, 
the All right, I'm going to say another thing that's wildly say out there. Man, Mr. Spock was based on Dr. Spock in terms of the name, right? Uh, this is what I... Dr. Benjamin Spock. Dr. Benjamin Spock. Mr. What was Spock's first name? It was a Benjamin. Fred. <laughs> Fred Spock. Fred Spock. Which Spock? Which Spock are we talking? Who was Dr. Benjamin Spock? Was he Dr. The, Benjamin he's was the, the real common human. sense. He's the yeah. real human. What the was Spock's real name? The pointier guy was... Was Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. He did not get his PhD. <laughs> he was just a guy. There's a great blog post I read somewhere about how Spock like ruined everything. Like he's supposed to be the logical one, but he's actually always screwing everything up if you Yeah, I think that's probably I think it's true. true. Yeah. Absolutely true. All right, so you got that right. This famous Baroque composer fathered twenty children, only ten of whom made it to adulthood, but four of them gained fame in classical music as well. Uh is this um, is this Bach? This is Johann Sebastian, Sebastian Bach, his uh, most famous son. Can you name his? This is not required of you to get the answer right. You already got it right. Can you name his most famous son? And he also had a famous, I uh, believe, a daughter was a composer. But only... I can't name the son. C P E Carl Philip Emanuel Bach was the son. Uh, Queen, Master of the Fugue. Yes, and there was a um, a parody act in the sixties and seventies. PDQ Bach. Did you ever hear of? No, him? I didn't. He was like a comedy uh, composer. <laughs> Look him up sometime. <laughs> Queen Victoria famously married her first cousin. They had nine children. The second would go on to secure the throne as King Edward the Second. Is this? Uh, is this Who King? Is he? King Edward the First. Yeah, this is a little bit of a trick question. Uh, let me give you a hint on this one. If you called, if you were my age... Prince Albert. <laughs> King yeah. Albert. Yes, yes, Prince Albert. It's, you have Prince Albert in a can, right? Yes. Okay. That is right, Prince Albert. And his son was actually named Prince Albert, but became King Edward II. So that's the that's trick That's tricky. Question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this scientist, who has entire schools of modern science named after him, also married his first cousin and had ten children. Charles Darwin? Is correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. lot of kids. Yes. Uh, known as the father of India, this man, at 14, entered into an arranged marriage with a 13-year-old, and they stayed together for the rest of their respective lives. Mahatma Gandhi is correct. I believe the Mahatma came later. I think is that, that like a title? Means, yeah, I think it's like wise one. Is his like real name Mahandas or something, or is that like another version of Mahatma? I'm not. You know what? I don't have that information in front of me, and I don't know it. Usually, you know many things. I usually I'm holding a piece of paper that has the <laughs> answer to many things. Uh, this world-renowned Austrian scientist made a point of keeping a distance from his children by avoiding hugs and kisses and instead pinching them on the cheek. Uh, what a monster. Let's go with Sigmund Freud. That is correct. Yeah, he did have one daughter who did not, who, who he was not estranged from. Who, who Anna? Who, yes. Okay. Anna went on to become a... a was she a psychoan yes. like a did yeah. psychoanalysis? She sort of advanced a different theory. Largely discredited, but let's you know. <laughs> yeah, well, let's that's keep going. let's do that as another uh Oh yeah, we could take pod top. Freud as a pod top. This French oceanographer and inventor of the scuba suit traveled the world with his two sons and made more than eighty documentaries. Steve Zizou. No. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Jacques 
Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. One of his sons tragically, I think, died. Under uh, the sea? Yeah. Is that supposed to be a joke about his? No, I think he died actually in a seaplane or something oh. like that. I could be wrong. Uh, but one of them still going and carrying on Jacques Cousteau's name. This famous American general once wrote to his only son, Cowards are those who let their timidity get the better of their manhood. You will never do that because of your bloodlines on both sides. Ooh, famous American general. Uh, I mean, it's not uh, Douglas MacArthur, is it? WW2 general. Well, okay. That would be MacArthur, too, but... Uh, Dwight David Eisenhower? Uh, no. Oh, Patton, General George Patton. Yes. Okay. General George S. Patton, whose father and grandfather were both uh, in military service in the, I believe, as sort of colonels, generals, etc. Okay. He thought he had war in his blood. We're almost done. An American boxer, he discouraged all nine children uh, from following in his footsteps, but it was his daughter, Layla, who would famously do just that. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. <laughs> Float like a butterfly. Yes. And Layla, uh, she's been retired for a while. And she I has, has a family now. Yeah, Layla Ali. Yes. When this iconic entertainer died suddenly and unexpectedly in 1990, his five children took over the company and eventually sold it to Disney in 2004. I made oh. that one a little hard because it's such an easy question, but put those details together. He died unexpectedly in 1990. His children took over a hugely successful company, and they sold it to Disney in 2004. It is now under the control, and still going strong, under the control of Disney. It's not like the Muppet like the workshop, like Jim, Hemp- Jim Henson's Muppet Workshop. That is exactly yes! what it is. Yes! I remember when Jim Henson died because 1990... Person dying, kind of kitty entertainment. I remember when Jim Henson died. He had like an asthma attack, right? Uh, he had a form of pneumonia that seemed like he didn't seem that bad, severe. Yeah. And he was a famously sort of was a very hardworking guy. I don't want to put the the negative thing of of workaholic because I believe his children said he was very. Devoted to them and everything, and workaholic implies that he was not. But he, you know, he would just keep going and going. He was a very energetic yeah. fellow, and he ignored the signs. And boom, it was like two days he was dead. If I if I recall correctly, yeah. Well, no, and it, what? Yeah. So the asthma guy was. I think there was a like the Minneapolis school superintendent died right around the same time. Richard Doctor Richard Green. Hmm. Yeah, and then they named uh, where uh, uh, Richard Green Elementary School, which is right over by where our church is, and think is like built on the site of where old central high school was where my dad went so there's your minneapolis trivia connected to jim henson for you too very good all right let's finish up with this one i saved the the hardest for like i think it's the hardest but i don't know your i've been am i perfect so far you are perfect yeah 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 oh uh joe hill is the nom de plume of the author of heart-shaped box who is his father who also famously published novels under a nom de plume his father is extremely famous, so that should give you a little clue. Uh, is his dad... So am I saying who his dad is? Yes. Who's his famous dad? Okay. it's uh, And, okay, Heart Shaped Box is... Isn't that the name of a Nirvana album? Or is that just a Nirvana song? 
Yeah, I think it's just a Nirvana song. You're barking up the wrong tree. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with there it. There was like In Utero was the first one, and then there... No, In Utero was the second one. Heart-shaped box sounds more like a... a, a hey, Wayne, I got a new complaint. <laughs> I think that's Heart-shaped box. Oh, okay. Correct me if I'm I wrong, I did not folks. know that. All right. Uh, but I'm going to say Mark Twain, because when I think of, you know, nom de plume, famous American authors... I mean, not necessarily this is American, but that's the most famous, like, nom de plume that I know of. It's a good guess. I didn't even think of that when I wrote the, the question down. But no, it is uh, Stephen King. Ah. Stephen King's son. Stephen King published under the Richard Bachman nom de plume. Oh, yeah? This guy's Joe Hill. So his son is, is Joe Hill? Yeah. And is he a good author? I did not read the book. I read the question. <laughs> so I, haven't I, read, I actually have like never read a Stephen King book, novel, ever. I did as a, as a youngster. Someday I will tell you, and please mark this down as a tale, uh, as an entire department, I will tell you about the time uh, the most harrowing thing that ever happened in my life involved a Stephen King novel. And when I tell you... This is is what a tease. This is the most terrifying thing, I think, that aside from actual... I'm I'm still alive, obviously, and nothing came of it, but... The sheer terror. I, I told a bunch of people this this weekend, and people were, they could not believe that this happened to me. I'm going to leave this clip This hanging. is like the biggest and clip involves, tease ever. It involves Stephen King and is the most incredible tale uh, in my whole life. Keep, keep, keep listening to the podcast, folks, because yes. eventually this will come up. And I think that's just nice to leave it there. So nice of you, man. And not talk any further about it but gonna, we, i'll have to ask you once we stop recording i'm gonna ask you i will okay and i'll know before You'll you know, know. yes <laughs> that's we'll not nice of me all right well uh we will see you next time with a new topic dave Berge. we are back and we are podcasting again thank you so much it's my pleasure it's so good to be here feeling good uh, you're feeling okay, and so you're back, you've, you've got the cheese coursing through your vein, the crackers building your strength and confidence. Ah, I'm unstoppable. Let's do another pod. Let's do it. We'll see you next time on Like Trees Walking. Thank you, everyone.